This episode is brought to you by Sparkling Ice. If you're on the hunt for show-stopping flavor for your thirst, skip the blah and grab a Sparkling Ice. With over 17 original flavors made with zero sugar, vitamins, and antioxidants, Sparkling Ice is the anything-but-subtle bottle of tasty goodness all in on bold flavor that you can taste. You can find Sparkling Ice just about wherever your thirst hits, from online to grocery stores, bodegas, and convenience stores. Welcome back to the Ad Badges Podcast. I'm Jordana. I'm Sammy. Happy New Year, almost. Happy almost New Year. I hope you're enjoying your trip since you are in Japan right now. And again, for, for those let behind the curtain, uh, we're recording this a little early. Yeah, we're really breaking the fourth wall here. This is being recorded right after last Thursday's episode, which was also recorded early. And um, we are going to be doing, you know, it's the holiday season. You are probably relaxing. December 28th, maybe the biggest nothing day of the year. It's This is my favorite time of the year. I like not traveling during it. We are Mm -hmm. traveling, but I think it's one of those, it's like the, I think this is the one time of year where it's like traveling and not traveling are equally as good. Yeah, I was going to travel and then I was like, I could just like chill not maybe for a sec. I don't know. I mean, I'm very <laughs> grateful and happy to be going. But if I weren't like there is part of me that's kind of like I wouldn't mind like not going anywhere. You know, it's been a, right. it's been a long year. No, I'm very, very excited. Well, I'm having a great time since I am there now, hopefully. And yeah, what do are you doing anything for New Year's? probably something like super local i think we're going to like mike's friend's house and you know drinking wine something like that i'm hope i'm hoping yeah drinking wine hoping there will be games you know i'm always hoping there will be games are you gonna bring the games? wherever i go yes we will bring the games what games are you gonna bring you always have to bring your own games just in case the people where you're going doesn't have <laughs> the right games you guys you guys are like really always be prepared are you gonna throw a game night i ABG, guess always be gaming yeah <laughs> <laughs> When my house is done, I'll throw. We'll throw an epic game night. You really sound just like someone who uses Facebook. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's I'll the thing. Take it, you, whatever. you should throw when your that should be like your housewarming party when it your house be. is done. It epic should be game like night. Like, but you should rent like an arcade. Like, you should get like a pool. You know, you should get like stuff. You know, you're always trying to make my parties more expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, there'll be chips. It'll be fine. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to make it like epic because you're going to have redone your whole house and like you love game night. Do you want me to be the party planner? Maybe. I'll do yeah, it for I'll free. Hire you. How much? I'll do wow. it for free. Wow. But but you do have to give me a decent budget. Maybe we'll do that like thing that they do on Housewives that we were talking about doing at your house. It's like the murder mystery <gasps> game. Yes. Yes. I mean, I think we should do more of like a different gate, like physical board games night at your house because that's more like your thing. But it's true. You guys are more into those kind of games, but we will do a murder mystery party eventually. Yes. Well, any chance to play games, I'm there. Murder mystery is like more than the game. It's like you need to get everyone's buy-in on like the right. costume and like they're playing along. I'd like to have like a lot of people at this event and so that you can't really do that with too many people. I feel like 10 people is murder mystery amount of people. Anything more than that is like... And people who mostly know each other. Not like... Um, right. Not like yeah. big... Random group thing, yeah. But with random group, you could get like a poker table, and you or could get like uh, 
you know, like game extravaganza, yeah. you know, like a big Jenga kind of thing. And also right. obviously like your classics, like a uh, Monopoly deal, Uno, the regular game cards. A game for everyone. Chess. There'll, there'll be psychological games in this corner, physical <laughs> games in the other sure, corner. And what are the psychological games? It's you just telling people how you might murder them. No. <laughs> it's like code names, like go, like names that are like mental games versus oh, like physical yeah. games. Real well, games. Three-legged race. Oh, um, <laughs> ew, I don't want to do that. Maybe you could just have a laptop. Potato sack. <laughs> ew. No, no, no. That's, that's like too physical. That's like an Olympics. That's what I'm saying. There'll be a difference. There'll be like, Avi will be involved in the physical games, I'm sure. I guess. In the in one corner, you could have a computer where you just set up Spelling Bee and I'll just sit in that corner. Oh, Spelling Bee would be fun. That would be I, really funny. No, not a Spelling Bee. A laptop with the New York Times game Spelling Bee. Oh, no. I think it'd be funny to actually have a actually Spelling have Bee spelling too. Bee? <laughs> oh, oh my God. We should. You know, I came in third place in the Harbor Hill Spelling Bee. I did not know that, but I am not surprised at all. Thank and you. Um, congratulations. That's pretty impressive. I think I was out like the second, my second turn. It was a really frustrating we'll defeat. Do you remember? Two fifth graders. I do remember who they are. Two I'm fifth, not going to cite their older names. than you? Yeah, I was in fourth oh, grade and they were fifth impressive. graders. Thank you. I was, I was very, very proud of myself. Your parents must me. have been very proud. They were, but like also that was just a huge self-esteem booster. Like bitch can spell. <laughs> yeah. You should make that like your license plate. Speller. B-T-C. Speller. S-P-E-L-L-R. Best. Spelling is hard. I'm not that good at spelling. Or as Taylor Swift says, spelling is fun. Yeah, no. I think maybe your spelling and your pronunciation go hand in hand. Well, I think you think sometimes I think things are pronounced the way they're spelled and they're not. That's not always the case. No, it's typically often not. The English language makes very little sense. Like just none. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll have a spelling bee and you can recreate that fourth grade moment of victory. I feel like you'd probably win. It depends who you invite. Among like all of our peers, probably. Are your brothers invited? Because I think that they would probably be my worst, com- my biggest competition. I don't think they're going to fly in for the spelling for bee. The spelling but maybe. <laughs> okay, I feel like I could come in second. I could come in third again to two older boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And psychologically, it'll just, you know, stick with yeah. you forever. Okay, cool. Yeah, spelling bee. I'm happy to help you arrange the game night. Um, Great. For, I mean, for, you for have free. a bit. The, you have a bit till we uh till right, you have it the house is construction is party ready yes yeah well save up because yes i want there to be a casino table okay i will save up maybe it'll maybe it'll be like an epic like um it doesn't need to be like a bar mitzvah just like you know a few like a party that involves rentals is very different and like you know a bartender is very different than a party that just we would and just a throw a gathering that we yes. would just throw but if you right. want, we could just do a gathering and I'll make it work. But I don't know. You know. Well, I'll let you know as, as it gets a little closer. Um, just like Travis Kelsey, I have not done a lot of planning for this. Yet. <laughs> Although, I mean, now this is like like nine days after we're recording. Maybe maybe the party happened. Well, we'll see, won't we? <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I've been to therapy for many years, and whenever I have a problem that I just can't seem to wrap my head about, if I have intrusive thoughts or I have something I just like I'm avoiding, I always go to therapy because I know my therapist can help me work through the issue 
come out on the other side and just leave the session feeling like everything's going to be okay. Nothing has transformed my life quite as much as my therapy experience. I can't recommend therapy enough and BetterHelp is a great way into it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. This episode of At Betches is brought to you by FrameBridge. Around our office, we have so many colorful framed art prints and photos. It creates such a fun atmosphere and gives our space that unique Betches character. I've been a longtime user of FrameBridge because anytime I want to frame something, custom framing can be so difficult and expensive, and they don't always have the sizes you want online if you want to try to frame something yourself. So then your options are to bring something to an expensive framing store or leave it in your closet collecting dust. But FrameBridge makes it so easy and affordable to get your special artwork and memories in frames so you can spice up your space with ease. Basically, everything in my house has been framed by FrameBridge. We got our wedding photos done immediately by FrameBridge. We've hung a gallery wall. FrameBridge is truly my go-to. They make it so easy to select a frame to see how they would look online. And they send you packaging so that you can send in the thing you want framed so that it won't get ruined. We all know that getting custom frames can be difficult. But FrameBridge is easy and affordable to custom frame just about anything. You can easily order online at FrameBridge.com or visit a retail store if you need some guidance. You can either upload a digital photo for them to print or mail in an item using their free secure prepaid packaging that I mentioned. Then FrameBridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or visit a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com. Speaking of being the best, we are going to do a best of this year. And it's unlike Betch of the Year. We're, these are new categories. These are our, this is the Betches podcast best of the year episode. And our producer, Sean, has devised some very specific categories for us that we're going to go through. And we have eight categories and we're just going to go through them and it's going to be fun. You ready? Okay. Do you have any thoughts on the whole thing? Actually, there's only seven categories. Well, yeah, but, the, they're numbered weird. It starts with number yeah, two, and sorry. then there's two number threes. Sorry, there's seven. <laughs> oh, actually, there are eight. There are eight. eight. Okay, whatever. Doesn't exactly. This is our award show. We don't know how many categories there are. Yes. Um, okay. Do you want to go first? Okay. So the first category is the best TV show, aka the Aileen is probably binging that right now award to the most rewatchable season of television, not named Succession. So is that just this year? Yeah, just 2023. Okay, so the options are the most rewatchable and best, I think, are very different. Different. Yeah. Different kinds of things. Because there's certain shows that are amazing that I wouldn't rewatch. Right. Like, That's true. Like, I wouldn't. Okay, so the nominees are The Crown, Jury Duty, Beef, The Bear, and The Last of Us. I would never rewatch The Crown. No? No. I don't think that's like a Ever? rewatchable show. I have to watch like, The Crown. <laughs> Of course. I if, here's the thing. If I watch something, I rewatch it. I either okay. can't get through it or I enjoyed it so much that I will watch it again because it's a little bit of like, I think, an ADHD. How is Succession not on this? Because it wasn't out this year. Oh, was it, it came out. It has to be like one that de- no, debuted. No, this doesn't make any this. sense. I just think maybe they had it not. I don't know. This doesn't make sense. Was Succession this year? Yes, it was. Um, It was. Yes, of course it was. Succession needs to be on this list. 
I'm putting Succession on the list because that's the only thing that was. The, I didn't even watch any of these shows except The Crown, and I do not want to call it oh, the best show. Oh, it's the award for the most rewatchable season of television, not named Succession. Okay, okay what do you <laughs> pick? Because I did not watch any of these. I picked The Last of Us. Which, rewatchable. Th- yeah, I picked The Last of Us, which was, I have to say, the like best show for me that I would not think that I would like of the year. I think that makes sense based on what I've heard about it. I thought it was too depressing to even entertain. I didn't I watch any of these others, show. but I wanted to watch these others. My feeling from the audience is that the answer should be the bear. Probably. I'm, I watched a couple episodes and I did not like the bear. Unpopular opinion. Well, unpopular opinion. So, you yeah. Know. All I right. mean, these awards mean nothing, but, you know, Fine. other than all of their stake. I mean, look, yours is the last of us. I think, what do you think Aileen would pick? I think she would also pick The Last of Us. Okay. What did you think of The Crown? It was fine. I didn't finish it, but I thought this was maybe the worst season so far. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think that Kate and um, Harry were not like <sighs> Harry was very miscast. Kate was just not right for me. Like she reminded me way too much of Katie Holmes. Yes, she had very Katie Holmes vibe in this. The whole thing just felt like I didn't really feel like she not. would be like I, they were. I felt like they were like portraying her as like this like it girl kind of thing. And again, I'm not finished, but like I'm like this girl doesn't give off that vibe. Like she would be like the girl that everyone was after. Right. It's like <laughs> the actress didn't fit the person they were describing. Right. It just felt just a little bit off. I, like, thought, I didn't think she'd be the girl all the boys were like, oh, my God, like need to get Kate Middleton. It's not th- that I didn't feel that was true, but like it's more it's just the whole thing didn't bear out in the right. way it filmed or whatever. I didn't realize Kate's mom was such a social climber. That's OK. Somebody doesn't like her because I think she got the worst a- edit. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Like she got a worse edit than like Philip the Nazi. Like it's just seriously like she. They make her yeah. seem like some like stalker, like social climbing stalker. Like they make yeah. it more, they make it more conniving than I had believed it was, even if it wasn't totally organic. I mean, it seems kind of crazy if that was her plan to just like get her in close prox as close proximity to him as she possibly could well she wasn't the only one with that plan because apparently like applications to st andrews searched so it wasn't like she was the only person right but, she actually, to, but you would think like the, all those people are crazy like she actually ended up with him this plan it, i mean it's not well it's not like she went to like some terrible school to be with william like she went to one of the best schools in the country Right. And she, you know, it's more that she changed her plan, which is true. And like the timing around that, that I think is like not necessarily totally clear what she would have known or wouldn't have known. Right. Had she met him. Yeah. It, yeah. They made it seem way more stalkery and less organic when they could have made it. Yeah, the organic. mom seems like a monster. Like, that's crazy. I Just like a lot. Yeah. She made yeah. it seem like she was really hungry for it. Not a great look. For, if I were the mom watching this, I'd be like, again, unless it's very true, Furious. which maybe it is. Maybe it's true. I don't know. But like, I mean, um, they, but they, but here's the thing. Even if it's true, they chose to portray it that way. And this season has a strong vibe of like the royal family 
has had their influence on it or like it's telling a story that the royal family doesn't not want told so my what it actually makes me wonder is if there is more tension or resentment between the Middletons and the royal family than we would have known because apparently William's very close with the Middletons I could see that it was very funny when he's they show William talking to the queen and she's like they eat together like like servants or something yeah 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 <laughs> like in the yeah at a table like the servants i was like um that was that funny was, that was very funny were they trying to be like i wonder if they were trying to be like self-deprecating i don't know i thought it, i is fine i the, the margaret episode was intense um did you see that one the one where she dies yes spoiler that, <laughs> that one she's yeah. not still alive when the, but when when the queen goes to like the uh underground jazz club oh, or whatever and yeah then dance club and, that, and then she big during secret. that party <laughs> she the big secret, but during the party yeah did that happen or she like i don't was know reveal this thing i'm not sure i don't know can find out that that's also like there's some things that it's unclear it's like why did they want to tell certain things i don't know i'm right. I, I i'm interested in learning more and i have gone on the crown reddit to do so so kate's mom worst edit camilla i think yet again great edit edit, but also accurate like there's nothing about the camilla storyline that's been portrayed that is not aligned with pretty much exactly what i've seen right read and heard i didn't i didn't really believe and tell me if this is actually true because i don't really know that much but like this fight between will and charles about um who's like has more attention yeah but like he's like mad at him about the mom like something about that just didn't read like that really happened to me i think that is fair like i mean i don't know about the conversations but i do think there's like shades of that that are like that dynamic is is not wrong interesting at least not wrong i don't know about like to the extent but that is i think accurate mostly right yeah i think maybe it's just like also it's just like a little too it's a little too close to the present day to make it as good to make the show as good as it was when they're talking about stuff that happened a hundred years ago because right you know you're learning stuff yeah you're learning stuff and also like you know you know what i mean like you have your own impression of like kate middleton that is measured against this version of her whereas like most of the stuff again is is stuff that like you don't really have you kind of just take their word for it because I don't actually know. So like with even with the Charles, what's his name was playing Charles? What's his name? Dominic West. Yeah. I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I think they, <laughs> I think they definitely like choose to lean on Charles's. Okay. Think about it this way. It's like everyone there's think about it as like most charitable, least charitable. You know how I mm-hmm. do that? Like the best parts of Charles are being amplified and the negative parts of Charles are being downplayed. They're not right. like totally absent from the character sketch, but they are not like that's not driving anything that's happening. His good characteristics, his charitable portrayal is driving it. But I also think it's not just about the fact that it's like older history that we didn't know. I think it's that the writers and the people involved in the show, like they're these people have actual reputations now that are going to drive right that country it's not like a dead nazi um (laughs) yeah yeah, exactly so i think it's like they want to be more they're more apt to be influenced and more prone to influence and they're more like 
careful about certain things, I imagine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it's interesting. I mean, great show. It's got to end now. I thought the first few seasons, incredible. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's. And enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's. And use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. I'm Betches co-founder Aileen, and as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button-down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button-down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western. Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm going to wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone has an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E.com, that's L-E-E.com to shop spring looks now. Should we do our next category? Let's do it. Okay. All right. Best movie, aka Barbie and anything Jordana will wait to watch on streaming. No, but seriously, <laughs> what came out this year, obviously because of the strike, but yeah, and the nominees are Barbie, You Are So Not Invited to My Bat Mitzvah, Oppenheimer. Did you watch any other movies? I feel like I did watch other movies. May, December. May, December. Loved. Let's add that. Okay. Okay. The Eras Tour movie. Um, what's your best movie? I think Barbie was like the most epic movie of the year. I don't know. Like best is like, is it it's very different than May, December? <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> I'll also put Barbie because I agree with, I think I thought the script was great and I thought it was just such a, obviously it like mattered. It mattered. That's really an important, that's important. I love it. Okay. You do the next one. Best TV episode, AKA the Pine Barons award for the TV episode that will be best remembered in the future. Spoilers ahead, but if it's taken you a year to watch, that's on you. 
Okay. Connor's wedding succession, a.k.a. the one where Logan dies. With eyes open succession, a.k.a. the finale. Forks, the bear, a.k.a. the one where Richie learns from an upscale restaurant. Fishes, the bear, a.k.a. the dysfunctional family dinner episode. Long, long time, The Last of Us, a.k.a. the heartbreaking one starring grumpy Nick Offerman. Is that the strawberry one? That is that one. Okay, what do you, what do you pick? I would love to watch the dysfunctional family dinner episode. I might just go watch that just on its own. The dysfunctional family dinner episode. I haven't seen that, so I can't really vote for it. Okay. I would say... Lo- I would say The Last of Us or uh, the finale because it has of, the uh, I Am the Eldest Son. Yeah. Oh, was I Am the Eldest Son in the finale? Okay. Um, my favorite is the one where Logan dies. That was a groundbreaking episode and the way they filmed it, acted it, scripted it, killed him off early in the season. It it is It has my vote. Has my vote. Okay. I'll give it to you. Okay. All right. Do next, next. one. The Fire Festival Award for the most astonishing news story to watch from afar. And the nominees are the Burning Man Monsoon debacle. Wow, I already forgot about that. Same. The Chinese spy balloons over the U.S., the Titanic submersible search, and the Alex Murdoch trial. What do you pick? Hmm. I think the Titanic thing was like kind of crazy and very captivating. Yeah, I was between that and Burning Man. The Burning Man thing, I agree. I forgot about that when he said that. I was like, if someone had mentioned Burning Man and said that didn't happen, I wouldn't have <laughs> remembered. Oh, no. I definitely remembered. Like, I forgot about it, like, from immediate recall. But that was, I mean, what's interesting is that the Titanic and Burning Man, which are both captivating, and even the Alex Murdoch trial to a, an extent, have this, like, watching, although Alex Murdoch doesn't really apply, but watching, like, wealthy people who pay to do dangerous risky not that luxurious things and watching it like really put their life in danger because they wanted to like cosplay discomfort yeah, i mean that's gonna be a movie right it's but it's like they wanted to like cosplay discomfort so there's something very satisfying of watching those people not you know burning man and the titanic both have that sort of like tone to right it. well it's the fire festival tone which is why it's the fire festival award of like you know right well no one wanted to be just uncomfortable in fire festival yeah that's the difference i still think the the titanic thing was like the most had the most national conversation it did because it's like the titanic already has a lot of attention right when you talk about it so let's so. Let's, let's vote for that okay good pr crisis okay. of the year if you were a publicist who would you least want to work for oh boy Something Navy, Ariel Charter's drama, Eyebrow Gate, Selena vs. Haley, someone take away Selena's phone, Sydney Sweeney and Glenn Powell's rom-com press tour. They were definitely fucking and he and his girlfriend broke up after this press tour. Prince Harry Todgergate and the Netflix documentary press tour. What is and then, When he talks about his frostbitten penis, his frozen Todger. Oh, remember? okay. I didn't know. He, ne- I didn't realize he called it a Todger. Okay. Yeah, he did in the book. Um, he did use that verbiage. And um, the they also were called grifters by the Spotify executive. I think the Harry, Prince Harry thing, the toughest PR situation. Ariel Charnas, I think that was a little bit more last year. No, no, it was this year because of the like uh, SEC stuff. Yeah, that stuff was this year. But there was other stuff that was last year, like the, the supposed divorce was last year. And I remember that because we were talking about it at Jared's show, which filmed last year. Um, 
I think the worst crisis is Prince Harry because he's the least controllable. But I do think probably the second worst crisis, because there's like no upside to it, unlike Cindy Sweeney and Eyebrow, which is like curiosity and money and attention, <laughs> is Ariel Charnas because she's ultimately just like a person. You know, like she's like, you know, she right. doesn't have the royal family. Like she is like going through it and she is uh, just a girl, you know, just a lady. Right. So that sucks. Okay, I agree with that. Let's do the next one, which is biggest celebrities not named Taylor Swift. Okay. And they are Beyonce, Rihanna, Jeremy Allen White, Bad Bunny, Margot Robbie, Pedro Pascal, Jacob Elordi, Lionel Messi, George Santos. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, I, we can't give it to George Santos on principle. It has to be Beyonce. It's like obviously Beyonce. I mean, who? I feel like she's list? had bigger PR years than this one, though. I agree. I guess with there's that. no. She is the best on this list for sure. Yeah, and the tour has like really, I mean, made a huge difference, even in terms of again, local economies are like showing up to the tour. Right, a lot of silver oh. things to be purchased. All right, fine, Beyonce. I have one that's not on here. Um, that I would like to ask you what your vote is. Okay. Housewife of the year. Okay. The housewife with the most, that is most, is most talked about of the year. Do you have nominees? I think Kyle Richards. I know who you think it is. Yeah, I would say it's Kyle. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, there's no, there's no, there's no multiple choice. It's just you pick Sutton. one. I think it's. Um, who else is there? Robin Dixon. A lot of people are talking about her and Juan's shit. Um, That's true. Monica. From Salt Teresa, Lake. And, Teresa and uh, Melissa. Uh, Melissa, but that's like always been running. Bravo Liberty of the year. Okay. Ariana Scandal. Ariana. Yeah. Rock hell. Um, I think the Bravo Liberty of the year, I want to say it's it's Ariana. I mean, definitely I guess. Ariana. What if it's just the housewife of the year? Oh, no. Bravo Liberty of the year is Lindsay Hubbard. Um, You think more than Ariana? No, it's too obvious. Like Ariana has, we know it's like, right. That's not Ariana. Okay. Maybe Fine. we take more particular Bravo Liberty. You are most curious about at the, by the end of this year. Like what's going on with them? Like what, what happened to them? What's up with them? And I might have changed my vote. For okay. Lindsay and Hubbard. predictions for next year. Right. Bravo Liberty Carl that you think is going to be Carl. the biggest is going to be the biggest Bravo Liberty. Yes. Next year. Okay. There's, we have to add Carl Shannon okay. Bedore. Shannon Bedore is my prediction for next year. Is going to be the most She's going to lose it. Okay. I mean, she already kind of lost it, right? But a more. Okay. Uh, who else is there? I think that's, that's Gertie it. is big. Okay. So most curious. I think I'm the most curious about. Lindsay? No. Carl. No. Kyle. Carl. I'm excited for Summer House. I think that starts soon. February, I assume. Usually it's February. Oh, praise be. Because Vanderpump is January 30th. Can't wait. Vanderpump, I'm actually not that excited about. I feel like I've like, they've played out their their intensity. It's just not going to be as good as last season. So I'm like going to watch, but I'm not. I feel like it might be overhyped. I think you might be right. I think it's going to go in a lot of weird directions. It's yeah. like America post 2020. That's how I feel is the vibe of season 11 of Vanderpump Rules. Chaotic. 
chaotic in like a in not a great way yeah yeah in a way tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card with 24 7 us-based live customer service from discover everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime day or night yes you heard that right you can talk to a human on the discover customer service team anytime So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, last one. Last one. Biggest bust. Oh, and we should send someone to the Caymans like for the year. We should. Yeah. Okay. Biggest bust, aka flop of the year. Kardashians, the idol, Twitter, threads. Honest, I don't think. Okay. Tom Sandoval. Uh, who's your biggest bust? I guess Tom Sandoval had, was like the biggest flop of the year. I to think. Honestly, I don't agree. I think his name is in more people's mouths like than ever. And that's all that's he cares true. about. I am giving it to the idol because uh, I didn't I mean, watch it. Twitter, so I didn't have strong feelings. Well, Twitter. I mean, you don't need to watch it to know what went down. I mean, okay. Technically, I wouldn't even call Twitter a flop. I would call it a deep business fraud failure. Take this out of this category. The Idol is the biggest flop because The weekend had a huge opportunity to make a really good show. Like all the pieces were there for a good show. And Sam Levinson obviously was a big part of this. He could have increased like his music, his popularity, oh. his like general image. And instead, he made this show that people thought was like misogynistic and gross. And everyone's kind of like, he's a creep now. So that was a flop. Like that was an opportunity missed. Right. Fair. So you're voting for who? The Idol. The okay. Idol. Yeah. All right. And you're voting for Tom. I didn't watch it. So I'm voting for Tom Sandoval. But if I watched it, you would probably be right. Right. I think you didn't watch it because it was the biggest flop of the year. <laughs> yeah. I'm not like apt to watch things that I hear are terrible generally. Right. Right. Mostly. Mostly. That's not always true. Mostly. That's not always true. Yes. <laughs> Let's do one more Fever Dream couple of the year. Okay. Okay. And the nominees are Fever Dream means what? Like you're into like, them? What the fuck? But like, I mean, it could be okay. good. It could be bad. It's sort of like unhinged. Okay. You know, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, <laughs> Kylie and Timothy, Ariana Grande and SpongeBob, Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny. Bill Murray and Kellis. I didn't even know about that one. Very interesting. Right. Um, yeah. And Kyle Richards and Morgan Wade. Okay. I think it's Kyle Richards and Morgan Wade. I kind of think it is too. Maybe the Ariana Grande one, but maybe more. It's like Kyle we already Richards have like, ex- we've moved past Ariana and SpongeBob. Like the fact that it's continuing makes it less of a fever dream. Fever so is Kyle high. Richards and Morgan Wade, it appears. It but appears. it's not like Even though they're not, they're never, confir- they haven't confirmed that they're a couple. Okay. It's like you see them. Here's what's so strange about them is that like you, people suss out that there's something going on. You're like, what? Like it's, it just doesn't make any sense with everything you know about Kyle. And right. 
That's why fever dream, you know, what the fuck? Then you see the show and you're like, Kyle, this is not what it looks like, but not in the way that it looks like he, she's into Mauricio. It's not, not what it looks it's like. A, right. It's, it's, it doesn't look like a mutual obsession, but it definitely looks like something's happening that's off. They're the couple to watch in 2024. They are. They're the couple say. that the I'm going to be watch. watching. Yeah. I don't yes. think. I think they're going to last less long than Travis and Taylor. Whose love life are you most interested in in 2024? Um, Taylor Swift's. Of course. Okay. What about you? I think I'm mostly interested in Carl and Lindsay's respective love lives. Respective. Yes. Okay. Who more? Carl. Me too. Because Lindsay is like, you could almost guess she'll, like, what she'll do. She'll find another like yeah. weird boyfriend who, with the sandwich, like the sandwich guy. She's like. You know exactly what Lin- yeah. what to expect from Lindsay. You have no, there's no idea what to I'm interested to Carl. see what goes on with Carl. I agree. I agree with that. And celebrity to watch. Celebrity to watch. Besides Taylor. No, of course. Sophie Turner. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Right. Like, I'm wondering, will she do projects? Where will she live? Right. What's going on with her? Right. I'm interested to see. I'm also interested in this Kylie-Timothy relationship to see, like, when that ends this year. Because it will end this year. I'm not really that interested. But I am interested in watching Hugh Grant and hearing what things he says. Yeah. Same. I'm inter- I'm I'm interested in whatever this branding that he's done with himself as like honest PR guy. Will he take it too far? Probably. Maybe. I mean, it's working for now. For me. I'm into it. For now. Um so bad it's good, as Ryan Bailey would say. Yes, exactly. I think we should send Kanye West to the to the Caymans for the year as the asshole of the year. I think what that think? makes pretty clear sense. Yeah. I think he definitely ruined himself this year and did the worst things. Arguably. Was that this year? Yes. Right? It was. That was all this year. Yeah. I feel like he's maybe the one of the worst people of the year. I think he's, yeah, the worst, probably. Elon Musk, pretty bad, too. That's true. They're like hand in hand, but Kanye may be worse, I think. Yeah. You, I, I, they're close. It's they're different, close. but they're, they're symbiotic. Right. Yeah. They kind of make sense that they would be the worst in the same year. Okay. Are they going to the Caymans? Like, yeah. I mean, I guess they're going to the Caymans. They're applying economy, though. Why don't we just shoot them into outer space and wish them the best? Just get them out of here. Yeah. Bye. All right. Fine. They're on the, uh, they're on a, yeah, they're on a trip to uh, economy. <laughs> to the space. <laughs> yeah. They're, Elon Musk would probably like that. Right. Exactly. <laughs> they're trying to get there anyway. Bye. Yeah. Get out of here. You have enough complaints about what we're, do, what we got going on here? Get out of this planet. Yeah. We're over you. Yeah. Out of this world. Anyway. All right. Well, yeah. Happy New Year to all the At Betches listeners. Thank you guys so much for listening. We Thank love you. Thank you for your grace as we, as we get any facts wrong. We love you. We love doing this show. And we'll be back in 2024 with more pop culture news that is mostly informed. <laughs> all right. Bye. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby and Holly Wilkinson. Editing by Jazz Zapatos and Shannon Sasson. Be sure to follow at Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at Betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Sparkling Ice. Bold, unforgettable, and a tall glass of much more than water. Sparkling Ice is the anything but subtle bottle of tasty goodness made with an anti-soda attitude and more antioxidants. 
With over 17 original flavors, fizzing with zero sugar, vitamins, and antioxidants, sparkling ice is all in on bold flavor that you can taste. Pick one up and put the ah back in your day. You can find sparkling ice just about wherever your thirst hits, from online to grocery stores, bodegas, and convenience stores. Betches.